0: What a page sound. Welcome to another episode of the official Dynamo Theory podcast. My name is Rudy Segura. Tonight I'm joined by Cristian Putalias.
2: What is Gucci everybody? What's
0: up? What's up? And Rodrigo Segura. What's up, man? What's going on, peeps? Hey, yeah. So what, what's going on in your world? Anybody wants to share a little bit of their week?
2: Rodrigo, what's what's up? What's going on in Dallas, man?
0: What's going no, that's, on? It's in- pretty
1: cool now, you know, temperatures dropping. Um, busy. There's concerts going on. I Actually, my wife went to one. Um, stayed home, watched the kids. And by kids, I mean dogs. <laughs> <laughs> what but, concert did you go to? Yeah, it was uh Carol G. Oh Jesus! Oh, I had, a,
2: I had a I had a <laughs> whole conversation with this girl at uh, work about Carol G. and Becky G. and how they're not the same person because I thought they were the same person. <laughs> I, I thought they were related. <laughs> Me too. I was like. Why would they have a similar as name? Don't they sing like a Relates? bunch of
0: songs together too? I uh, think I so. I don't know. Maybe
1: one or two. I don't know, but I think they've been together.
2: I've never yeah. seen them in my life. Yeah.
1: And I, then uh, I I told my wife too about Becky G, the fiance boyfriend whatever they are, the place yeah, over yeah, it's here, in and now. she saw a picture and was like, "Let's go to more
2: games." <laughs> <I'm> like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> nah, we're not doing nah.
0: that. <laughs> and then that's how they become a fan. They have. Uh, Becky G now, Dallas does. Oh I guess they'll probably be making the play or they'll be in the playoffs. So, you know, you probably see her more often. Who knows how oh, many Oh yeah,
2: because he he's probably. in Dallas
0: now. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, was the name That was
2: Yeah, <laughs> nah, you get it. Yeah, I was like, but he's in LA. Like, how you gonna go And then I got I got it, I got it. But he uh got moved. I
0: mean, guess we guess we're recording this late because, you know. You should record on Tuesdays, but I was I was out of town, and uh I had fun. But I'm tired as hell, man, R- running around with my kids. But um, and it was my birthday. Thanks. Hey,
2: happy but you know birthday. what? I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna. There's a guy that reached out, and he's a a, a, a listener for sure. But Hootie's Hootie's birthday is also on the third. So he was like, "Hey,", hey what's up, man? and I was like, you know, "Yeah, I know, dude. We have the best birthday ever because you know we." <laughs> Same birthday.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, birthday brothers.
0: I know. Uh I, I should have told him like, yeah, no, you had the same birthday as as Slatan and the legend. That's basically it.
2: <laughs> huh, interesting. No, okay. Let's see this. So you have the same you share birthdays with Uris and Slatan, right? Right. Uh Rodrigo, do you share birthdays with anybody? The only one that comes to mind is
1: Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> hey, that's
2: that, that's a right.
0: good one. That's a good one.
2: Uh, a drunk drug addict turned a uh, famous actor <laughs> <laughs> right no uh, it's not bad it's not bad i my birthday is actually i share birthdays with ronaldinho so oh there you go you know the goat and then myself <laughs> wait you're the
0: 20 21st aren't you 21st march?
2: of march yes
0: yeah you're okay yes. We're close to having the same birthday as my kid or my kid was close to having the same birthday as you. <laughs> That's right. what was yet he you he's the 28th there you go made
2: it close enough.
0: Well, one thing, is though. It, yeah.
2: No, let me just. Isn't it crazy that Riquelme and Messi have the same birthday?
0: It is pretty crazy.
2: That is really crazy. Yeah. some like Neymar and Ronaldo as well, I think. Or no. Or uh, well, they're off. Maybe they're off.
0: Which Ronaldo? The real Ronaldo or the no. CR7? CR7? CR7. Let me see. see? CR7 in So That's what I hate. Not having Chrome on my computer, keep forgetting to download it. He's February fifth, and Neymar is twenty-nine, twenty-ninth. No, it's the fifth. Yeah, you're right.
2: Oh, uh, there you go. That's weird. We're talking about
0: Ronaldo. Us. Did you see that awful miss he had today against that? Dude, he, his legs were
2: dead.
1: I think yeah. that's why. I think his he was just he played what the almost the whole game. Yeah. So.
2: And that Bro, was to, to the end. No, Manchester United almost lost to Ammonia. I know. <laughs> ammonia.
0: Ammonia. <laughs> ammonia United.
2: To a, to a smell. But... For um, liquid.
0: All right. Well, I was just... The the, the last thing before we get into uh, Houston soccer talk, I was going to say the only good thing about road trips in Texas is going through Bucky's man. So, obviously, I had to pick up this. I found this... I'm a big gummy bear person. And then last time I went on a road trip... I got this gummy butterflies and bro, they go hard. So and it was funny because the last time that we got them was when about a month ago when we went to go visit Rodrigo. And my son, remember, we walked into the Bucky's, and he straight up was like, I want the butterfly gummies. And I was like, holy crap. You remember that we got those here, you know, at this store that we go every time we get on the on a road trip. (laughs) So it, it, it was pretty funny.
1: No Bieber nuggets.
0: No, no beaver nuggets. I didn't <laughs> but this one was a small one, it's not like a big ass Buckys that has like everything. Which did
2: you did you did you stop with the one on 59 in Grand Parkway?
0: No, mm-hmm. this one it was on 59, but this one was in uh uh Memos Rodrigo's house, basically. Oh, like El Campo or <laughs> Warden or something like that. <laughs> oh,
1: I thought okay, I was gonna <laughs> say putting it out his house address out there. Nah, nah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so that, that's the only guy I know from Wharton. That's why I said it that, but it was that one there. But anyways, all right, guys, well, talking about the Dynamo and Memo Rodriguez, which he did not get to play because he's injured. Um, The Houston Dynamo men went to the Nashville and a game that we, you know, I think I think we are not necessarily negative in our predictions, but I think we're done with this season. At least I am, you know, <laughs> there's nothing to play for. It's it's kind of pointless. You really don't have a coach. A lot of these players may not even be here next season. Um, so I'm just ready for the season to be over. To me, there's really, you're not gaining anything out of it. And we can obviously talk more about this because there, there's there's just so much that kind of went down the drain this season for sure. You know, and not not to like down on Kenny and you know the, what he's done in his last you know well four games before his last one this Sunday. But um yeah, I mean we 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 being most of us at Dyne we were thinking, you know, this is a loss. We're going to play in Nashville, a team that has been doing very well, with, you know, a guy that's most likely the best defender in the league, with a guy that is in Honey Mortar that is, you know, running to be the MVP. So there were just a lot of things that seem like, you know, the dynamo were not gonna get any points there. And they went out there and just, you know, play very well. You know, got, we're winning two zero. It looked like they were going to keep a clean sheet. And it wasn't until like pretty much the last minute that they ended up conceding one goal, but still got the whole three points. Unfortunately, since I was in vacation, I didn't really get to watch most of the match. I was just kind of keep tracking it on my phone. And I was kind of surprised what everything was happening. But I mean, I'm assuming you guys got to watch most of the game. Hell, I didn't even watch the highlight. That's awful. But, uh, you know what do you guys you know thoughts on that on that match? Uh, I don't know Rodrigo Christian whoever wants to start man.
2: So I I to be honest with you guys also I only watched the second half. Uh, first half I was uh, I was having dinner with my in laws so it's kind of hard to like you know watch a game and and try to be uh, you know a nice human being <laughs> without you know kind of paying attention to them. But the second half like it was um, it was great at points in times it like. You didn't know if you were watching the Houston Dynamo or like Barcelona play. Like you were like, wait, Xavi, Iniesta, Messi are playing in this team? Because the way that they were moving the ball around, it's one of those things that, you know, you were like, imagine, like, imagine if this team would have played like this, you know, the whole entire year or or just more often, you know, like there was a point in times that I didn't get to count him because I was kind of like keeping track of other stuff. But like there were at least like times that they were passing the ball around, and I could count maybe like in the in the neighborhood of like 15 to 20 passes without you know um, Nashville touching the ball, and literally going down one flank and then coming back, you know, tur- you know moving the ball around, circulating the ball to the other side, having you know Ache Ache come in in the second half. He played like the last 30 minutes, like he was in control. You know, just stopping the ball, moving the ball around. Coco looked super comfortable in front of uh Ache Ache and Vera, which, in my opinion, you know, we already kind of talked about this in, in our group chat. You know, I would love to see Coco being our, like, designated, you know, game maker in a way, right, and then just have uh Ache Ache and Vera behind him just to kind of hold it down, but – Coco looks super comfortable, you know, going into the attack and not having to worry about, you know, defending because he, he knew that he had some backup. And and I think, I mean, that's something that, you know, the dynamo or whoever is going to coach him next year, you know, be Kenny Bundy or not be Kenny Bundy, they they should, you know, exploit that. The fact that you have somebody that has a really great vision of the game when it comes, you know, to to soccer and and Coco and, and to use the like the experience of Ache Ache as a ball, you know, winner and a and a guy that knows how to hold the ball and then, you know, just having Vera, even though like I'm still kind of like weirded out with Vera, like I don't know if I want to keep him or not, but I think the, the, the game went pretty well. Uh, a lot of people surprised me. Tim Parker did a heck of a job, at least the second half. He, you know, they were going crazy. Lundy also had a good game. Uh, teenage, you know, a little bit reckless here and there, but, you know, that's just regular old teenage. And then I just, I mean, overall they played a pretty good game, you know, a solid match, obviously at the end, Uh, Nashville kind of pushed, they got the the goal towards the end and, you know, it kind of looked like Rodrigo was saying earlier, you know, that the dynamo is probably going to pull a dynamo and, you know, either tie or lose the game three, two, you know, in the last five minutes, but they were able to hold it down and, you know, here we are. Three more points that, you know, obviously don't mean much, but, you know, we did get to the double digit wins, which yeah. is something that we it was like a small goal that we wanted yeah. for this team. And I know it's not the best circumstances. We, for it, we but, would have liked yeah. for
0: that to happen like three months ago. Right. To exactly. Hit. Yeah. But exactly. uh, Rodrigo, you know, I'm, I don't know, again, if you got to watch the whole game or not, but I know that there was like a uh, for that penalty. Right. That penalty that was given with Ferreira. And it looked like Ferreira and Fafa were going at it, just from what I was reading on Twitter, I guess, when it was happening. But just your thoughts on that, you know, on Ferreira being able to get two goals. And then obviously Quintero as well, you know, uh, being the guy that set up Ferreira for that second goal. I mean, I can definitely talk about that, but I'll be bullshitting. (laughs) 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 nah man
1: whatever so i I was actually (laughs) driving driving back from houston uh, that night when the game was going on and um well actually we got here just about in time but we're tired, and i think there was a anybody watching house of dragons that's what we're watching so kind of tune into that but yeah i was kind of trying to keep up with it i was actually freaking astro (laughs) i actually (laughs) you know try to keep up with it on um the app and then um espn plus or whatever i can get to stream it so i was streaming maybe what 10 15 minutes of the game and then at the end i just you know so there's not much i can talk about because <laughs> honestly i watch the highlights and then i'm like okay you know they play well but watching highlights and watching the game is completely different yeah,
0: different for sure. especially when yeah. Yeah. i feel I like
1: espn be. or mls is always really biased yes and then things that you know when i watch the game live I'm like, oh, you know, I can't wait to see this on the highlight. And then it's not there. It's, you know, 80% of the other team and like 20% of the Dynamo. It's like, I'm hoping that we don't have that that
0: issue anymore because like, it's hard to go back and watch games. (laughs) Like, you know, hopefully that Apple TV deal, like you can go back and just watch games because if you miss it, you missed it. Like you said, you're right. Yeah, I get to the point that it's like, it's pointless to go watch the highlights because you really don't learn nothing of the actual game other than just seeing the goals and close to but then in this case, let's move on to the talk, The next topic I had, which was actually just, um, you know, the ga- Galaxy match, right? We have the Galaxy coming to town, coming to Houston. Uh, we've been able to, you know, the Dynamo have beat the Galaxy at home, obviously, this season. And in the past, we've kind of uh, basically knocked them out of the playoffs at a couple points. Different this time around because they have already clinched a playoff spot but still you know you want to be able to finish off with a win uh, again i think at this rate it's not like you're gaining a ton of it because there's just gonna be or you we're expecting a lot of changes next year for the roster so it's not like you know maybe giving the guy the younger guys like Gionis or something like that maybe a little bit more times obviously we know Hadavi got red carded so maybe we'll see an ethan barlow we don't know but i think it's this is the time that You can, you have nothing to lose. Season is over, you know, give some of the younger guys maybe some time. And if you don't, maybe that's it for them. You know, maybe we won't see a couple guys like that. Like whether it be, you know, the one guy and, you know, that we always, we do mention like a Palomino a lot and he obviously, he's in a contract year. So we don't know if he's going to get extended or not, but Donnie Rios, right. It's a guy that he was supposed to be a guy that looked like to be poised to do something uh, you know, maybe in the reserve teams, and even then, he hadn't even played much with Dynamo Dose either. So, those are guys, their contracts may be ending soon, so we just may not see them anymore compared to, you know, to me, like players like Thor that have actually provided a lot. And He scored like a really sick goal when we played in, uh, in Galaxy, yes. but uh, yeah, so I mean, uh, we'll. Christian, just your thoughts on this Galaxy game, uh, you know, what your prediction prediction is for this match, man.
2: Well, I was just looking at the table right now. So the Galaxy are already in. So obviously, you know, they don't really have anything to lose. So they could just come in and, uh, you know, just kind of try out some players here and there, maybe rest a couple of them or whatever it may be. Uh, the Dynamo, they obviously don't, don't have anything to play. They haven't had anything to play for the last, like, five games, I guess, right? Um, but I mean, some, if, if we're going to put, you know, some type of importance into this game, it, you know, uh, San Jose is only, I think two points away from us. So if they win and we lose, we are literally bottom of the West, which is something that I would, you know, personally, I won't like, uh, three years in a row being bottom of the West. So, you know, at least play for the pride of not being last in, in your region. You know, I guess we can say that Let, let's, let's give some type of importance to this game. And go out there. And I think, well, you know, I I asked Kenny Bundy last... I didn't... I asked him a different question, you know, about Kenny Bundy about Nashville. And I wanted to talk... Ask him about, like, tactics and shit. But he kind of twisted... Not twisted my words, but, like, you know, I did mention, you know, oh, well, the Dynamo has nothing to play with or none to play for. And he was like, well, we do have, you know, stuff to play for. You know, we play for the city. So he went on a, a nice little rant of how I'm a dumbass, basically, right? Which understandable you know i i appreciate kenny you know proving me wrong it's cool i and i and i understand and i like his passion right so i want i want to see that passion from him not wanting to be last on the fucking table and pass it on to the players and be like hey you assholes listen here we don't want to be last in the west for the third year in a damn row let's go out there and whoop ass you know and beat you know la and you know, I don't know how they're going to come out, if they're going to come out full, you know, strong, you know, as a even though, like I said, it's a pre playoff game for them. So, you know, you would want to rest some guys, maybe not play them all 90 minutes, Uh, you know, give them a 30 minute to kind of, you know, stretch your legs out. But I think we're going to win. Uh, And I think it's going to be a three one victory because Chicharito's I think he's going to score because he's a he's just Chicharito. He's gonna, uh,
0: he's gonna score with his big toe.
2: Yeah, something. He's gonna hit him in the back of the head and it's gonna go in. <laughs> but I think I had 3 1 victory for me, but I think they're gonna they're gonna show they're gonna put a good show. Uh just because Kenny Bundy seems that type of person that he doesn't want to slack and he doesn't want to be the last place in the West, which I hope he he doesn't. So
0: what about you, Rodrigo?
1: Yeah, um kind of agreeing with Chris in here, but at the same time, Galaxy does have a lot to play for. Yep. They lose in Nashville, Portland, Minnesota. Win, they automatically drop down to that seventh True. spot. So I don't think you want to, you know, come into the playoffs at that last spot.
0: Yeah. Um, Rodrigo
2: just pulled the Kenny on me. That's fine. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if it was
0: him, I was gonna do it. So that's, <laughs> that makes me feel a little better.
2: <laughs> well, I was I wasn't thinking about it late to be honest. I just knew yeah. I just saw they had an X, and I was like, ah, they're good. But you, I, I agree with you guys. I was wrong.
0: Yeah, it's, I think, I mean, they're they're definitely trying to get that, you know, home field advantage, spot. obviously. You know, they're trying to be able to be one of the top four teams so that way they can get a little bit of advantage. I mean, we know that they've been – it's funny because L.A. has been – you know, if we're up and down, obviously, you know, the Dynamo didn't get as many wins as they should have gotten to try to make it into playoffs. But if you really look into it, I mean, Galaxy got three more wins than we did. So just imagine that, right? I mean, yes, they obviously had more draws and stuff like that. But when it comes to just plain old wins, they have three more than us, and they're in fourth place. So Rodrigo, you weren't that far off when you said the Dynamo could be in fourth place. If that makes sense, you know, like it's is one of those that like the team goes up and down so much, and LA needs to win this game so they can an opportunity to play that home field advantage but you know what i'm houston all the way so you know beat dallas beat la any day Gross. and but you're right about the whole chicharito thing too i think it's gonna be uh a, probably a pretty sold out crowd or a sold out crowd because of obviously we got that bubble head night and then you know chicharito Ache Ache, you know it's gonna be a lot of that I don't know if this is a nationally broadcast game. I don't think it is. But it's still probably going to get a lot, a, a lot of hype like it tends to do. Um, you know, we know that Galaxy, let me see. They have, what's the, who's the Brazilian guy that they have? I can't think of his name right now.
2: Something with Douglas you. Costa.
0: Douglas Costa, yes. And then was there another DP that they picked up? Or that was it, I think. I think
2: that was, that was it. The, that was the other, like.
0: Oh, the other like they picked up that other, no, yeah, no, they guys... they have like seven, seven of them. You're
2: talking about Luis Yeah, that was the other one.
0: Yeah, that was that was. Yeah, one. That was, that was no, last.
2: didn't the the guy from uh the guy from Spain?
0: You're right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. no, oh, puke Ruiz, yeah, Rui Pew. Yeah, Rui yeah. Oh, Barcelona.
2: Pew, <laughs> Pew, that guy.
0: Yeah. What did you call? Ricki Pew, pui Ricky Pew. Sounds like oh. a Pikachu. <laughs> sounds like a Pokemon.
2: Rick, Ricky
0: puke Pew. Rick Ricky Chu? Rick, Did you
2: say Ricky pube? Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh,
0: all right. uh yeah, no, so I think I, I'm I'm with you, Rodrigo. And uh, Christian, I mean I get your point, man. There's there's not a ton that you're playing for, but in LA's case, I think losing wouldn't be like a good way. So I expect at least for their um a lot of their first guys coming in, especially because I think they should have like a break, you know, long enough for them to get some players back before the playoffs. Um, so it, it should be. When playoffs start? They so, start
2: like the weekend after, no?
0: Yeah, yeah but I, do they? Yeah, I think you may be right. Actually, ten fifteen. Yeah. Oh. So they get they they would just get a week off.
2: Yeah. Cause
0: That's then weird. the next FIFA thing, it's after. I think it's after the MLS Cup. So Oh
2: the War Cup. Huh?
0: Yeah. Um, so Christian you said thirty one, Rodrigo, what are you thinking for the score line and uh yeah. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking
2: requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSC. I
1: think they can keep it close, maybe 2-1 Dynamo. I, th- I think, you know, what, <sighs> what Kenny Bundy has uh, showed, you know, with this team and how the team's been playing. Like they've said, they're still playing for something. They still show that they want to be out there. And most players are playing for a spot because this is kind of the team that whatever new coach is coming in is going to be judging more than anything. Um, so I think, you know, your last home game, you got to make a count. Yeah, You know, Galaxy obviously has a lot of firepower, so I think maybe at least 2-1. Yeah. No, so with good. our boy Steve, Steve Clark saving us for like probably 10 saves.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and just because you say firepower, I'm going to say 3-2. Just because I want to see goals. I think the Dynamo win by one goal, but they may win probably 1-0 or 2-1, but I'm going to say 3-2. And, and That's how you get in 0-0. Zero, zero. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> um, and then, you know, you did mention Kenny Bundy, man. We have to touch this topic. I know we've talked about maybe who the next coach could be and you know our boss at Hefe you know Dustin put out an article that looked like it got a lot of good a lot of bad you know and and I, what I've been preaching the whole time is like you know Kenny Bundy is probably the right guy for the job you know like he it probably should get be given that opportunity but he not not right now right I think a lot of us can agree uh especially here, you know, talking um and, and you guys can give your point of views. But I think the idea of giving uh a n three straight coaches with like no experience, uh definitely it's it's not something that the fans want to see. And I think that's why it's difficult uh for for them to uh swallow. But yeah, what's up Christian?
2: No, I'm saying we should have uh Dustin next week to uh basically expand on on you know on his views i guess on kenny bundy i mean we all like kenny bundy but like you said i me personally i did i don't agree but you know i think it'll be cool just to kind of hear because one thing is that you know reading the article which was a well you know well written and like you know his ideas are very well laid out and and it it makes sense you know when you when you read way like you know the things that he uses and and maybe there are some, you know, a little bit of stats that kind of back Kenny Bundy, but then again, you know, it is a small sample size. But then, it, yeah, but you know, I guess you could say the same for Nagamura and Tab. Uh, so compare him to them, to those two guys. You know, I don't, I don't know. Uh, maybe Kenny is probably better than both of them. You know, in a way. You know, not to diminish the work of the other two. Uh, but it's just it would be interesting to see how he you know expands on it. So. And then you yeah, can get pissed off. <laughs> when
0: him, no, for sure. Because again, even going back and forward, you know, he would, people can point out players like, or coaches like Jim Curtin, or in this, you know, the LAFC just got Steve Chiron, the little guy that did have had no experience. But it was just different layers, right? I mean, just take LAFC, for example, right? They have been really good um, with Bob Bradley for a number of years, you know, winning the. Yeah.
2: No, I'm just going to say that. Yes, Sharundalo, right? That's the guy's name. I yeah. mean, but if you think about it, he went to the best team in the league. No, right, right, right. <laughs> so, I mean, no, and then, what, and then what say, which uh, comparable yeah, went to the yeah. worst team. Sorry, well, Sorry.
0: No, 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 and that's exactly my point that it uh, that I was gonna make is just the fact that you know, this is LAFC, you know, stack LAFC already. With uh, in this case, it was a really experienced coach and uh, Bob Bradley, right? I mean, this guy had coached, like, the U.S. national team. I mean, the dude coached, like, Chivas USA, Chicago Fire, and I believe he won a, a championship, like, way back when with them. You know, he, uh, Egypt, like, he's just been all over, and and he's been a successful coach overall Um, and, and the different levels he's done. But it gets to the point that LAFC was not going further in the playoffs, right? So it, whenever you have that experience and it's like, <laughs> You Know sometimes what they say, like it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks, right? And I think that's kind of like the situation they're falling into. The whole, you know, full experience wasn't uh breaking or doing a breakthrough to what they were looking for, which in this case is uh winning the championship, right? It's not done yet, but then they get you know, rid of Bradley, bring in a ch- Steve Chiron. Then again, it's we know it's a stacked team, they have like 10. DPs that don't show as DPs, you know? Um, but it's a it's a new guy, new system, trying to implement something new, new ideas, and and it's just a different situation. So here, you know, with the dynamo, you already try two guys that were brand new to it, trying to implement something. It didn't work out. So throw in another guy that's trying to implement something, even though he has a history right with the team, he's been here since I think 2015 2016 we know that he knows this you know a lot of the young guys from dynamo Dose he's known them from like since they were probably like 10 or 12 so it's just the idea of like a culture builder i think that's the way that it would have been great to go instead of giving a Nagamora a chance kenny bundy you know you throw kenny bundy there and it'd be completely different you know perspective but yet again he didn't even have dynamo Dose, you know to kind of give him that test. So, Rodrigo, we'll start with you just on your thoughts on, on that, man, on just Kenny Bundy and and what do you think of if, if him being the coach or not being the coach and why?
1: No, we already kind of discussed this, or my point of view is so off air, I guess. But so everybody knows, Um, actually against Kenny Bundy becoming, you know, the oh. the next head coach. <gasps> Shocker. How dare what? You God. How you could Tab, you?
0: Are you bring Tab <laughs> Ramos in or call Nagamura back? Hashtag. Hell no! No, I mean that that's done.
1: That's unfortunately that's not gonna happen. Um, but no, I mean I, I think Kenny, he's a seems like a great coach. You know, he knows what he's doing to an extent. You know, we haven't seen all that full potential that he can offer. But I feel like it's way too early to try to bring him in. I feel like he needs to stay with the team so it can grow more and but not just be with the animal dose i feel like he should be part of the assistant group coach of whoever's going to come in and i get it you know a head coach is going to come in they're going to come in with their own um staff and who they want to have as their like main assistant but i think he needs to be part of that group he needs to be thrown in there to basically just guide them guide of like this is our style of play that we've been doing this is how we train our youth this is, you know, what our players' strengths, weaknesses, all that kind of insight. And just stick with that coach. Um, you know, I'm saying like anybody should stick with this guy just to be around him, to learn from him. Hopefully it's going to be somebody of a high profile that we can afford and that wants to join the Dynamo. But, you know, that would give him so much more knowledge to grow and, experience in general and then maybe down the line three years later or so we can probably see him as the head coach but right now stick to the you know stick to being with the team and you know help grow the dynamo dose that's my that's that's my negative points on yeah (laughs) and
0: again I think that's kind of like where a lot of us are pushing you know and and it's one of those that this is really, <laughs> as Rodrigo tr- uh, tells Astro to shut the hell up, uh, <laughs> capiche? Um, but <laughs> but no no no. Um, I think I think we we would love to all all of us would love to see Kenny eventually be the you know s- someone important in this organization. Mm-hmm. Just because again mm-hmm. it's, we have nobody like that. We have nobody. Yes. Right. Pan Allistad was a guy that was here for a long time, you know, you know, as a player. And then he left for a quite a long time and then just came back. There wasn't that continuity of, you know, having somebody actually be successful. Right. We've seen players like Brian Ching, you know, be a part of the organization, whether he was like a uh, like, quote unquote, uh, technical director for the dash at one point, you know, and but it really didn't bring a lot, right? It honestly, that some just because you were a good player doesn't mean you're going to be a good, you know, front office person or coach. And Kenny has shown the potential, right? I mean, he's he's not super young. Obviously, we meant, Well, he was older than than Nagamura was, and I mean, age doesn't necessarily tell you anything. And you know, Nagamura could sit here. And tell you that, uh, you know, his age, like, didn't mean anything. And that was something that he mentioned a million times during his initial press conference. But at the end of the day, it does. You know, you have to have the experience to see the game um, play out and be able to modify it. And I think even Nagamura had those, you know, qualities that I feel that he could become a good coach. But winning, if you don't win, it's not going to get you anywhere. And I feel that would give Kenny that opportunity it's going to be, you know, if he gets in a run of not winning three, four games in a row, people are going to be asking for his head right away and questioning the fact that why did we hire him when we could uh, hire, you know, somebody with experience. And people may dream, may think, you know, Pochettino or Tata Martino or Bielsa is going to come here. But we really don't know. You know, granted, we, I've always said this, now that you have ache things are definitely a little bit more possible because you do – have that ace under your your uh your uh your sleeve, I guess. Sleeve. And um, but at the end of the day, like it's still it's a long shot for uh somebody like that to try to come in. I mean, for this, for example, Marcelo Viesa, I mean, the guy's almost 70 years old, he lives soccer completely different. The a lot of the methods that he has would not be something that would work here in the, the US and proven because Gabriel Heinze was one of his stewards, and the guy didn't even last what three months, six months because of the way he wanted to coach, you know. Um, they're just different standards, obviously the the uh um player union, all that stuff that kind of works around it. There it's just different, 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 different vibe altogether. But before we go too crazy about Kenny Bundy, because we'll have time, right? This is not our last episode of the season. We actually plan to continue doing as much as we can and we're obviously going to talk after the game uh, against L- Galaxy and then later on you know throughout the off season, kind of with the plans that are going to happen and I'm pretty sure you and Christian or Christian you're you wanting to um, see Pat onside like rip the band-aid and so we can find out quickly you know who's here who's not uh, to kick off the season but one thing that we know for sure for the 2023 season is the fact that um, the uh, Leagues Cup, it's starting and there's already dates for it. Uh, it's uh, should be a really exciting tournament. It's kind of weird that they're stopping the whole, you know, MLS and Liga MX uh, for basically a whole month. It's gonna be from July 21st through August 19. Uh, I'm sure there's gonna be competition because there always is. Probably the Gold Cup being played and you know other. uh I don't know. Well, Copa America is that gonna be next year? Do you know, Christian?
2: I have zero clue, to be honest. Zero clue. All
0: right. I, I mean, and honestly, I'm so psyched with the with the World Cup, and I think the World Cup kind of throws everything off, so I'm not even sure. But obviously, you know, summer tournaments that we know of are usually the Gold Cup, the uh, Copa America, and then you have the, uh, the European um, Cup as well. But just the, the the uh just want to get your idea or your guys idea on the league itself the league cup and then i'll tell you kind of how it works if you guys haven't seen it but basically it's a a competition that they are creating uh being like a world cup style so it's gonna be actually mirrored to the new world cups you know style tournament coming up in 2026 which is basically uh groups of three and uh All the games are going to be played here in the uh, in the U.S. So for sure, the Dynamo are most likely going to be hosting a game or two um, in this uh, in this format. And it's going to be divided into four little groups, I guess, or subgroups, uh, which is East, West and South and Central. Um, There's going to be no ties. So that whole Dynamo does, you know, that experiment with MLS Next Pro, same thing. There's going to be no ties. They'll go to PKs if there's a, a tie at 90 minutes. And then they'll, they, whoever wins in PKs gets another point, basically. So it's kind of cool, you know, little things are getting implemented. Um, they should be playing 77 games total, I believe. And again, they're all going to be playing the U.S. and Canada. Uh, Liga MX versus Liga MX will be playing in MLS uh, as well. They're not going to go to Mexico or Canada. Or sorry, they're not going to go to Mexico. Um and the, it looks like there'd be, there's, there's a lot of things happening, but my question to you is how do you guys see this being beneficial? Because I think at the end of the day, we all know it's a lot of money graph, right? I think there's, they're just trying to make more games to get more money and, you know, get the MLS and the league MA keys more exposure. But, you know, Christian, you as a guy that is pretty much as a dynamo related, you know, guy out of, this the dog in the fight right you really don't watch league M guys you really don't keep up with other mls teams you know but um you, just your thoughts on this tournament
2: me personally i i like it i like it because uh i don't know if because of the league the cup itself i mean i think the the whole having like a like a world like a mini world cup style tournament it's pretty exciting you know it gives you another competition to kind of like keep up with and and just kind of go after, you know, for a little bit. Um, it's kind of weird that obviously the league is stopping for it. It's kind of like, you know, an international break without it being an international break. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, like you said, money grab. I mean, we, li- we live in America. So, you know, where there's money to be made. So commercially, you know, they're going to be doing, you know, crazy shit like this, you know, till the end of time, to be honest. And with the amount of money Liga MX produces in the United States, I mean, it mm-hmm. it wouldn't be it would be dumb not to do something like this, right? I mean, imagine how many like if you know América, Tiras, Chivas, whatever, these you know big names, Mexico, they come to the U.S. They're gonna pack you know a full you know NFL stadium, you know, right. if they could, honestly. So I mean, money is there to be made, but what I saw that it really caught my attention and kind of made me you know, made my eyes kind of like, you know, uh, get big in a way. Um, and I kind of made joke, you know, I made uh, fun of it in, in our group chat, was the fact that, you know, the champions, the champion itself, you know, will go directly to the round of 16s and the, you know, Champions League, uh, the CONCACAF Champions League. And then the, I think third, even up to the fourth place team, if I'm not mistaken, they go, dir- you know, they earn their right. spot third place yeah so they they earn a spot you know directly to the champions league so you know if you if you can have a good tournament you know what is it five games right maybe because you play the two two group stages maybe a round of 32s round of 16s quarterfinals, semifinals, semi-finals final well i guess semi-finals so yeah. if you can have really you know five good games and then you know probably win that sixth one well i'm, I'm breaking there uh you can you can potentially you know it gives you another option for a champions league uh spot so right you know the the more the more options the better you know because you already have you know if you win best in the west you get a spot if you win the cup you you get a spot if you win uh the community shield you get a spot so i think it's cool that you know our chances to get into an international tournament you know have gotten bigger you know Uh, obviously We got to work for it. We got to aspire for it. You know, it's a quick way to get in without having to do a whole year of like, you know, actually putting hard work into it. So it's going to be interesting to see how teams approach it, because I'm sure, you know, it's kind of like a U.S. Open Cup, you know, the U.S. Open Cup also gives you a, a spot in the Champions League. Right. So it's, it's another, you know, uh, US Open Cup, basically, but with tougher competition. So, I mean, the competition is going to stay high, which in, in exchange not only makes your team have to be better and compete at a higher level, but also, you know, you have to start talking about depth and you, you're going to start talking about, you know, how your team looks, uh, not only for US Open Cup that will probably still be played as well, but then this tournament and then, you know, It could be either a really good thing for, you know, some teams, but for the Dynamo, honestly, depth has been, you know, our Achilles heel in a way. And, you know, it it still, it might be like that, you know, next year as well. We might be complaining about the lack of depth that we have. So here's another problem for Pat Onstad, you know, and Nasher to kind of figure out, see what they're going to do with this. But I don't know. I like it. It's fun. It's a fun tournament. So why not bring it, bring it on. And if I could, it'd be amazing if we could like you know travel and you know maybe to Dallas or you know wherever it may be, uh like close close by you know maybe to go watch a Dynamo play I don't know freaking, I don't know Tigres or whoever Monterrey or whatever Chivas, yeah. like at a Dallas stadium that would be dope. So why not you know let's make it a road trip. Yeah, I think
0: I think it's gonna be an interesting tournament. Do anything you want to add on this, and you know maybe what else, uh, we can gain out of it. By us being the MLS and the Gamma Geese.
1: Definitely. I mean, the competition is going to be there. I'm trying to get my dog. To- can give me a toy. Smack that um, dog. Just go. <laughs> this is, uh, like I think he has Astor. this thing where, like, he knows Astor? I'm recording. And he's like, <laughs> I'm just going to. I think he's louder because he's like, you can't hear me, dad. You can't exactly. hear me. <laughs> he's just crying out for attention. Got it. Um. <laughs> No, I think, you know, it's going to improve the competition. I think both sides, really. You know, we, we've we seen it already with the Congo Calf Champions League, how it's, you know, year after year, it's getting closer, more competitive on both sides. The only thing that kind of scares me about this tournament, and maybe I'm not understanding it, but it sounds like Super if you're league. last place in the MLS, you go against the first place almost, or second place of Liga MX, or, you know, and... So, like, we're basically talking about Dynamo's gonna end up in a shitty group.
0: Well, that your odds of going to the next round, <laughs> it's really low. Yeah. And it's funny that you say that because I did see. So, basically, they're doing like the groups, and then the last 13 MLS clubs and two Liga MX clubs are like thrown into groups. Like, so. Actually, I think you may get lucky. Like you play crappier teams if you like us. I'm like the Dynamo are gonna play crappy teams probably. Well, granted, we are the crappy team, but so we're playing people that are a little bit less crappier than us. So I think that's <laughs> well, kind
2: of playing DC United and San Jose. Bro.
0: Yeah, yeah. Give us, give us that group. <laughs> let let us fight it out. The
1: loser bracket.
0: Yeah, basically. <laughs> but guys, as we uh, get done with this episode um one thing that is kind of kind of sad news and i mean i know you guys probably didn't soccer matter that we find out that you know glenn davis and eddie robinson are probably gonna do their their last call together and christian's probably gonna cry because those are his idols right there but you know yeah. they, they're probably doing radio but not television obviously again with the whole apple tv is probably gonna kick off or kick out a lot of the original and and local uh what's it called commentary which it really kind of sucks because you know whenever you would listen to mls next pro for example a lot of the guys were definitely not local broadcasters and they would either get players wrong or just stats wrong or they'll just literally you know talk out of their behind half of the time but yeah it kind of sucks that that is probably going to happen uh but it's it's how it goes sometimes, too. And also, too, Glenn Davis is obviously not a part of this World Cup. He's called quite a few World Cups uh, for uh, for ESPN and Fox. But uh, last, or Christian, you want to say anything on that? No? All no, right, cool. No, no. Uh, and then so lastly, bad. which are, I was supposed to start with this, but the Dash made it into the playoffs. So we still have playoffs coming, even though the season is going to be over for the Dynamo uh this Sunday. Uh, the Dash will be hosting their first matchup. I believe it's Kansas city. I can't even. Yes. Yeah. Uh, October 16. So make sure you get your tickets. Let's fill up, you know, $7, $7, man. It can't get any cheaper than that. $7, $1 hot dogs, $3 beers, you know? Yeah. I think that was a, that was a smartest move for, you know, the front office to do, uh, to try to make, you know, get more people out to the stadium. Because the game that you went to, you know, they even opened the second tier um, and it wasn't the result we were looking for at the time. Uh, But, you know, the luck wasn't in in the dash um, way. And they even made the playoffs before even beating Washington Spear in their last match. But guys, this has been a fun night, fun talk. And, uh, you know, Christian, can you tell the people where they can connect with us, man?
2: (laughs) For sure. Uh, you can get at us at Dynamo Theory on Instagram and Twitter. You can uh find Rudy at Rudy Segura 03, and you can find Rodrigo at Rodrigo Segura 1 or 01 and then RudySegura 3. Bro, this like it's a whole year. It's all right. We'll it's figure right. it out. You get
0: better, bro. Like a dynamo. We got we got hope. <laughs>
2: i am like literally i i am head to head with the team if the team does good i do good if the team does bad i do bad i mean i'm just i'm a product of my environment my environment yeah, that's basically. just what it is i know mine though mine is Chris but so, i mean well, if you didn't know yours numbers. we would have issues <laughs> we <laughs> would have issues <laughs> like i forget so uh, random yeah, guy man, he keeps uh...
1: throwing too <laughs> <laughs> why am but, uh, i getting so many dms <laughs> who, the,
2: who is this guy why do they hate him so much <laughs> but but everything else man the theory.com like you know content literally coming out almost every day of the week uh so go check though you know there's a lot of really good articles there you know a lot of original articles that have been we have been putting out so you know go check those out you know leave uh, leave a comment you know c- communicate with us and let us know, you know, is there any things that you would like for us to talk? If you have any questions or whatever it may be, but add Dynamo Theory, Instagram and Twitters.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. If you don't, you know, like what you see, man, let us know, man. We'd love to interact. We we yeah. want to get everybody's opinions for sure, too. Uh, but Rodrigo, man, if you can close out the show.
1: And We read it. So, you know, we, we know you guys out there talking. <laughs> we, got- <laughs> we know everything we have somebody in the
2: reddit world <laughs>
1: yeah they're gonna be like "Oh shit but you know Houston fans uh, thank you for listening and remember to always hold it down and keep it forever orange wow.
2: I thought it was gonna yeah me too <laughs> <was waiting>